You primitive screwheads, listen up. There ain't no rules. What'd you forget? There is no plan. Oh, forgot no to start safety net. Yeah, baby. <laughs> the Three Nose Podcast. Oh, yeah. oh Peter Patter, let's get at her. God. <laughs> yeah, you had to pull that one on the fly. Oh, man. You're like, shit. <laughs> he <laughs> dove across the table. It was all in slow motion. It was, it was just it was like, wild. No. Exactly. I was trying to exactly. take that, that bullet. It, it was straight up 80s action, man. Oh. I, I was all in. Did hey, you? welcome to the Three Notes Podcast. I'm Jason. I'm Mike. And uh, I'm thirsty. <laughs> I too am thirsty. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Dad joked you right out of the gate. <sighs> ah. There. <laughs> Better? Uh, yeah, the dry mouth was kicking in. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, here we are. Uh, what do I want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I just turned this shit on. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. I know. I'm the one who's supposed to. I'm supposed to push this in the right direction. Right. Um, <laughs> I feel like getting a little angry. Hmm. So let, let's uh, talk uh, the, the the trials of Johnny and Amber. I, I'm not saying that angry. Uh, just no, no. This is this is that because because this is an, an anger that I'm pulling on myself. Oh, gotcha. You know, a willing anger. I got you. The, the the Johnny and Amber story. <laughs> Johnny and Amber story. <laughs> Which a a a Quentin Tarantino joint. <laughs> Basically <laughs> this this generation's OJ trial. Um there's a lot less murder involved yes. in this the OJ trial. Yes, there's just uh, career murder. Right. Right. But but the by sheer coverage and Pop culture reference. Oh yeah, yeah. The the sheer volume of news we're getting out of this. Like the cameras are on as soon as the court starts. Before it starts rolling. Yeah. Before Crystal watches their entrances every day. Oh boy, Crystal is is obsessed with this shit, which baffles me. This is not the kind of thing she normally goes to, but because. Well, I say, you know, like I, I, I asked her, "What's the last Johnny Depp movie you saw?" Yeah, she couldn't really have an answer for anything that was recent. Was there like a pirate involved? She's not a pirates fan, really. Oh. But she, uh, yeah, she, I'm sure she saw the first one. Mm. Uh, but I, but no, that's not her type of thing, really. She's aware of it. Okay. She's okay. well aware of who he is and, and with that, and she's seen stuff. Yeah. But like, she goes back to, like, Gilbert Grape, okay? We're talking early Johnny. Oh, okay. You know, she doesn't know a whole lot of other, like, grown-up Johnny. Her favorite movie? Cry, baby. Uh, no, but Benny and June is definitely on the list. Wow. Thanks for no song, Cry, baby. I honestly don't think I've ever watched Cry, baby. <sighs> I don't Dude, think I have. They sold little plastic adhesive teardrops to as merch for Crybaby. Really? Yeah. Holy, I never heard that before. Yes, they did. I just know the movie's popular, but I don't know anything about it. Yeah, they sold merch yeah. of the tears that Johnny Depp cried. Wow. In Crybaby. Wow. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. Ask me my kids' birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a correlation, huh? No, no. <laughs> just fucking. I can't remember shit other than <laughs> pop culture references. Oh, oh, that's that's your mnemonic device. Mm, I guess. 
Speaking of Johnny Mnemonic. Speaking of Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah. Oh, that's Keanu that's Reeves. That's Keanu. Uh, <laughs> I, I see where you're going. Yes, yeah. back to Johnny and Amber. Yep. So, yeah, it, it's amazing how much we're just, you're getting it from every angle. Mm-hmm. And you're, what I'm finding interesting is seeing the different perspectives. From? Like, like it is overwhelmingly pro-Johnny. Yes. But every once in a while, the Amber side breaks through rears its ugly head yes and it usually doesn't make any sense well who's on the amber side (laughs) not a lot no that's that's the thing yeah like the more like when johnny was giving his evidence all this stuff and you're just going like this bitch is crazy yep this bitch crazy and now she's essentially been burying herself on that oh the lat the the couple things that I have seen of her her theatrics on the stand are just stunning. Mm-hmm. Like one of the ones, it was one of, one. I don't know if it was her lawyer or Johnny's lawyer asked her a question. She responded and she kind of started to to laugh. Then she caught herself, and then she remembered she's supposed to be the victim here, and she started to. It was the most brutal stage crying you had ever seen. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, if anybody finds, like, if this case goes against Depp in any way, shape, or form, this is just like, we're in Bizarro World. Yeah. We're in Bizarro World. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. But people are also forgetting what they have to prove. That she wrote the that she, that, that No, not that she wrote it. That she wrote it about him. Okay. So uh, now I don't fully understand how they're doing that unless there are details in the op-ed that match up with the evidence that's provided in the trial. Possibly. I, don't, I am not familiar I, yeah, with I, the op I have not read the op-ed. I don't know the specifics, so I can't say for sure. But that's the only thing I can see, because that's all they have to prove. They're not trying to prove whether Johnny abused her or not. They're trying to match up the stories yeah. Yeah. in a legal sense. Yeah. At least that's what they have to do. But with the sheer volume of objections to every question... How is anything going to get done? <laughs> exactly. That's why there is a there's a meme on TikTok going around now. Uh, somebody made a song that's like this, like uh, you know the country hip hop kind of like the get the get down, you know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's all it's all about uh, Amber's lawyer. Oh, how he's uh, like an unknown. It's a objection here, say something like that. Is the is the punch? Like, that, that's Rottenberg, right? I don't know. Crystal's just I've heard it because okay. Crystal flipping through the TikTok. Yeah, I'll admit it's catchy. <laughs> it, it is catchy. Your worms. It is. Yeah, yeah the the video part. That's usually just somebody doing a weird lip sync, uh, you know, dance to it. <laughs> but, Perfect. You know, I you know I could take or leave that part, but <laughs> to call this the OJ trial of this generation. I'm just I saying can't. by sheer pop culture, uh, like how deeply it has ingrained all of society. Like everybody's watching it. I wouldn't say everybody. Well, I'll, I fuck of a lot. Yeah. Well, it's just the sheer was, absurdity of it. All. I was surprised it got brought up last night during the game, dude. 
I was a little surprised that it came up. It's a table full of fucking nerds, and this is pop pop culture. I, yeah, okay, I don't know. This just, is this is Aquawoman and fucking Captain Jack Sparrow <laughs> duking it out. Yeah, and you don't think that's going to get talked about? I don't know. It just it it surprised me that it came up. It really did. No, or the, not that it came up, but that it, it actually had some legs, and we you know we chatted a bit. So it came up. It, it lasted long enough for Parker to go, like, checking his phone. Yes. like, fuck, shut the fuck up. So. <laughs> yes. Yes. But, I don't know, that's, that's just how I saw it anyways. But, mm. but as for what's coming out, it's, it's she's, like I said, now that she's on the stand, she's just burying herself. And now she has the guns pointed right at her because now it's Johnny's team's turn. Right. And yeah. This, you're just you're going to see her like desperately trying to dump water out of that boat. They they are going to fillet her like the Aquaman that she is. Um, the her her lawyer lawyers. I don't understand. I just couldn't get like what they were thinking. The one the one clip that I did see it was that was I think it was that Rottenberg was asking Depp if that was his signature. He asked them four times about the exact same signature, and you could see like, what, why, what are you doing? I I noticed that I noticed that a few times while Crystal's watching and I'm listening. mm -hmm. Um, I noticed that a few times because that is their desperate stance. They have no real defense case, no. So they're trying to get each witness when they repeat the questions like that they always adjust it slightly in the wording trying to trip them up so that now their answers become in question and like they're contradicting themselves just because they tricked them into semantics okay that is really counting on the jury being idiots exactly and exactly <sighs> that's their only play wow that is their only play they're trying to play a shell game yeah they're not doing a good job. No, no because it's <laughs> what they're no. trying to do is nearly impossible in this day and age. Yeah. Thanks to technology, everything's recorded, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> just all of it, all of it, all of it is just a fucking dog and pony show. Everybody's acting, even the lawyers. The, the fucking judge is in love with Johnny Depp. The, the well, gallery. Well, yeah, the gallery's in love with Depp. They they're there just to see. They are there just to see Heard get dragged through the uh, right through the coals. Yep. So they can see her face the whole time. Oh, yeah. At least Johnny's wearing the glasses, so you can't see his eyes, and you know you can't fully read him because he's really good at sitting still. Yeah. Yeah. So he he becomes a statue. At times, I thought he was asleep because you can't see his eyes. Probably was. Probably. Well. They're not sunglasses. Those are tinted reading glasses. They're, but they're, they have a dark tint. You yeah, can't yeah, yeah. see his eyes. So. Yeah. So they're maybe skirting the rules just enough. But he has, you have seen Johnny Depp on, on, on stage, on the stand without the glasses. Yes. And then they've asked him to read something on the screen and he's had to put the glasses on. Mm-hmm. So they are legitimate Yes. Glasses. Oh, I, I so, it not, wasn't not questioning just that. Sunglasses. I wasn't questioning that in yeah. any way. You know, they, <laughs> in what we've seen in film, you show up and you're wearing sunglasses in court. 
Yeah. The, the Jets is going to rip you a new one. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. By the it's way. It's disrespectful. Yeah by, b- yeah. by the way, you are in jail for contempt for the next five days. So, yeah. you know, it's my cousin Vinny in the leather suit, you know. <laughs> this was, that's almost what is being played out in real life in front of us. Kind of. My, my cousin is. Vinny. So. Kind of. It's just a, just a show, a show trial if there ever was one. Yeah. So. I don't know how this is going to end, but... We, we all know how it, we want it to end. We all know how it should end. Yeah. But to what end? Like, exactly what is going to happen? Are, are, is Disney going to be forced to hire Johnny back? Well, he... Like, they can't. They can't do that. No, one of the questions, like, Rottenberg asked Deb. It goes, if Disney offered you $300 million and a million alpacas, would you go back to work for Disney? Depp looked at him and was like, you're a fucking clown. No, I will never go back and work for Disney. Which, that sucks, but I, it's completely understandable. Why would he do that? Exactly. So, exactly. It just means we got no chance of Johnny Depp in the MCU. That's what that means to me. <laughs> he can always be a I, I DC know, guy. I know. He I can know. be the next Constantine. Oh. Oh, but I, but I like, but, but, I, like the, I like the current guy. Matt Ryan is really good. Fine, fine. How about? But goddamn, Johnny Depp is Constantine. Wouldn't that I'm, be something? I'm like, I started to watch the Keanu movie last week, but mm-hmm. I only got about ten minutes in, and then I got pulled away, and I didn't get back to it. But I, I need to rewatch that movie. It's yeah. been way too long. It's a good movie, as I recall. Yes, but something about it just never drew me back. It is kind of slow, and if you're not very familiar with Constantine, you're just going to like, what? That's, so, that was also a big thing, too. I right. knew zero going in, but now I have some familiarity because of the Arrowverse version and right. the animated stuff, Right. So, which I, I just found out there's a new one oh. about Constantine. Um, it's Constantine and the House of Mystery. Okay. How about this? Johnny Depp, as the... Uh, uh, Dresden Dresden Files uh, remake. He plays Harry Dresden. The, uh, I, I, the I know Dresden. vaguely of that. It's a paranormal investigator yep. thing, right? Yeah, he's a, he's well, a sorcerer or wizard or something. Then, like um, yes, please. Yeah. Like, that sounds like something that he could really think of it as think into. Like a paranormal um, Sherlock Holmes esque thing. God damn it. Take my money now. Fuck <laughs> yes. Fuck yes. Yeah. His magic wand is a hockey stick. Oh, my. Come on. Yeah. Come on. It's Gila Point's like mystical ancestor. Yeah. Yeah. Or Gi, yeah. Yeah. Gila Point. Gila Point. Yeah. Well, okay. Depp can always fall back on movies from Kevin. Oh. So. If he if he's that desperate, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what the Hollywood right? doesn't like me. Kevin's like, hey. Yeah. Oh. Blood I, brother. So. I, I haven't heard anything recent from Kevin and I, since this has all come down. I honestly haven't. I've just, I don't know. I've floated away from Kevin a little bit and yeah. I feel ashamed about this to admit that. Well, there was the, the last Babylon, I think was March 14th. Yes. So they they've been off the radar. Yeah, yeah. But I also you know smodcast and, and right. But I but again nothing. Nothing. But I, again, I haven't listened to anything. Yeah. If the only thing he's really been doing solid is fat is the fat man. 
Right, right. And his um, uh, Kevin Smith Club stuff. So oh, if, yeah. if you want... If you want to hear anything, you're not going to get Smodcast. Yeah, like you have yeah. to listen to. Yeah, and I and I stepped away from that because I'm, I'm I'm not listening to anything. No, so yeah, I just I, my attention is drawn away from it. Yeah, right I now. was I I did see that um, the one Smodcast when he went back to Jersey to shoot Clerks three, and they opened up Smodcastle, and he did that Clerks two T O O. Okay. Um, he kicked off that podcast with O'Halloran and um, Shafia, the uh, Truly's Gum guy. Okay. They kicked it off like that. Uh, O'Halloran is supposed to be taking over the hosting of that show. I, do, I did hear about that news. But I haven't seen any new episodes of that. Okay. So I would like to see some more of that. And that was like... Well, how long ago did they start shooting when they opened up uh, Smod Castle? Oh, that's it's been at least six months, right? At least. So I keep forgetting that they've already shot Clerks Three. Yeah, in the can. I, it's I ready. keep forgetting that. Yep, <laughs> it's ready to go. I, it, I don't know. It, it's bothering me that I've my, my connection to Kevin has waned, and mm. I, well, we I know been, I still we've love been the following man. him since fucking ni- the early nineties. I came a little bit later, but yes, but for, not far, not too far off. Yes, right. But you get my point. Yes. So you're you're going to have these ebbs and flows of fandom when it comes to a creator, mm-hmm. and to to fault Kevin, we got on board when he was giving away a lot of stuff for free, mm-hmm. and then he started the Kevin Smith Club. And then now I got to pay to listen to the Silent Bob talk. Yeah. No. Especially because he is rather repetitive. Right. You know, uh, if you try to listen to all his podcasts, you're going to hear the same story on right, every podcast. Right, right, he right. always does that. Yep. I'm a clerk's guy. Yes, we know. Yeah. Move on. So, But he still gives us gold. Like, I love him. I love him. <laughs> Not that much. Oh, come on. Don't do that. Don't. You just said I it know. yourself. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Don't Kevin. don't lay I'm that. Sorry, on, don't lay that on me no, for I, the stuff that you. I, I know. Just I, said. I need to shut up because you know maybe someday who knows okay. maybe he okay. comes here yeah. and then it's going to get awkward. You're on a podcast. Shutting up is <laughs> the worst thing to do. Yeah, you're right, <laughs> Kevin. I love you. Um, we we need to have you come to chat. Okay, and I promise it won't be too weird. I promise. This is not a video podcast. Yes. But the look of disbelief on my face should be coming across these microphones. Yeah. 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 I don't believe. Yeah, your 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 eyes are are saying you're full of shit. I oh. I see it. Oh. I see it. Yeah. I I I'm I'm not saying that ain't true. <laughs> You just tried to sell us on that. I know that but, exact thing. But I'll, okay, I promise to try really hard. How's that? I'll try really hard not to make it weird. Do or do not. There is no try. <sighs> commit, okay, commit, motherfucker, one way or the other. It won't get weird. It won't get weird by by the power of Baby Yoda. <laughs> Baby Yoda. Um, yeah, I'm giving credit to Grogu on this one. 
No, 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 no. But Grogu made me fall back in love with that shit. Grogu didn't say that shit. You're right. Okay, yes. You're right. You're right. Fuck. Why? I see I'm a I'm a horrible nerd. I am a horrible nerd. You're fucking falling apart right am, in front of us. I am. My God. Is this what rock bottom really looks like? <laughs> well, you're in the basement. It doesn't uh, get much lower in my house. So. Um, God damn it. Um, yes. By the power vested in me by Master Yoda, there it will go. not get weird. <laughs> so if the door opens, Kev, please come on down. <laughs> Maybe that should be a a, a weekly thing. What? A, Jason's plea to Kevin. <laughs> okay, it's been happening since you started podcasting. Yeah, I know, but no, I mean in earnest, like a, almost like a, a, a weekly bumper kind of thing. <gasps> oh. This episode of the Three Nose Podcast oh, is brought to you by Jason's oh, yearning for Kevin dude. Smith. No, no, I, I want to record oh. a few bumpers that you can randomly throw in. Gee, can I? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, oh. yeah. That, this is gonna happen. God, this, and this get this gives me uh, a, another reason for the request I'm going to be making of you. Um, I was gonna make it after, but I might as well make it on. Mm-hmm. Um, if I, if possible, could I bring that toy home? Yeah, yeah, okay. Because yeah. I, I, well, I, I want to add that to the, add that to the mix mm. for what I want to do. Do you need the SD card? Or do you have a card of your own? Uh, yeah, yeah, I may need it. Okay, I'll I'm not sure if I have one. I might still have one kicking around. Okay, yep. Or I can get one. So sure, I'll I'll just leave it in there if you could. Yep. Yes, I'm just doing some songs. Okay, basically. Yep. So and now Do you bumpers. want this mic or that mic? Uh, this one will be fine. Okay. Um. Yeah. Some uh, some a few songs and bumpers. Oh. Oh. <laughs> For whose show? Huh. Whose show? Yours. Oh, mine. Well, I don't this, have a this, show. I don't, ours. Motherfucker, our I show. don't have a show. Our show. This this show. Our show. That is the correct answer. Our show. Yeah. Yep. No. Uh, if I do bumpers, I'll make separate ones for two different shows. Okay. So, because that could be a, a thing. Which brings me to a little bit of the, <laughs> on the serious note. Well, fucking ham-handed segue right there. <laughs> kind of, sort of. Um <laughs> My concerns about my state of mind and my lack of focus and the wheels not turning. Uh-huh. The fog is lifting. The fog is lifting. I am quite certain that that stuff from the clinical trial was affecting me. Really? Yes. Because the wheels have started turning again. Yeah. A little bit, not like you know, it, it didn't burst open, but it just kind of it's moving again. Okay. And of course, it was D and D that pried it pried it loose because things happened with our D and D game. Yep, and that led to you know me having to flesh out my, my backup, my my next tune. Yep. So a little bit of backstory, of course. <laughs> little bit a lot of it yeah. you know page and a half well, you know you got uh, not you got quite as detailed intense like you know scaling back on the rp aspect for this one mm. other than just playing the character fun it's a guy to do so I yeah do. just angry chicken hawk yep yep dude i thought for sure there there should i should have my character should have been dead eight times last night uh, it kind of seemed that way like they, they, these things but it almost like they they just weren't rolling well. Like they weren't hitting no. that, that much at all. No, it did feel like it went a lot easier than it should have. Yeah, I he said our DM definitely wanted us up that hill. Uh huh. So to get us to get us there, 
He didn't kill anybody. Should have. If it was any other DM. Was it that first botch on that the climbing the rope thing? Fucking he. Yeah. Man. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm sure he uh, really gave a lot of leeway in there because so. rolls were shit. You were you were on such the low streak. Fuck. I, like you were damn near almost Wheaton levels. It was brutal. You, you yes, you had a touch of the Wheatons. I did. You, I, you had. Do you know what it was? Because you did have a couple nat ones in there. I had a bunch of nat ones in there, and just I do, I couldn't roll double digits to save my save yep. myself. Yeah, you had a touch of the Wheatons. Yeah. I blame Will Wheaton because I did see a thing about the Picard TV show. Uh-huh. Will Wheaton or Wesley Crusher is returning. Fuck yes. Spoilers. But. I've got to get into that one. I'm going to finish Reacher and then. Yeah. But because I saw that, Will Wheaton. He's in your brain. He's in my brain. Uh-oh. And then when my brain went to throw my, my math rocks, the Wheaton curse went from my brain to my hand to my dice. Yeah. And it was just like, mm-hmm. fuck, fuck. Like, it was my good dice, too. F- fuck COVID. The, the Wheatons. That's that's the real, the real pandemic. The Wheatons. The Wheatons are the fucking bane of any <laughs> gamer's uh, existence. <laughs> Fuck me. That was so... I wanted to quit. I just wanted to get... <laughs> you, like, you looked defeated. I couldn't. Like, every time. Okay, time to roll. Like, what fresh hell see, is this I, one? So, I, I, at this point, because just the fact that I'm using the metal dice you yeah. know, strictly... That that's just because I feel like I'm I'm trying to bond with the dice. Well, these are my good dice, my blood speckled dice. Yeah, they're yeah. usually they're really the ones good I to see me. you using the most. Yeah, right. So they weren't working last night <laughs> at all. Yeah, at all. Yeah, until and, until we got into combat, you're going pretty decent into combat. But even then, you still had a few missteps. Yeah, yeah. Got lucky. Mm-hmm. I I went through that entire combat cycle unscathed. Yep. I didn't take I anything. Only, I took two hits. That's right. Because yep. I got one quill and I got a claw, I think. Yep. I think I finished two or three. Yeah, I know I didn't get any kill shots. I got two. I know I got two kill shots. In. I remember you got the crit and everybody was like, quick, take the, take the hammer from, from Brent. Because <laughs> yeah. that yeah, but yeah, it, the it jackpot hammer. It still wasn't even that good of a. A crit roll. No. Because one no. of them was a one still. That's true. That's so, true. like, even 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 trying to roll critical damage, I still got fucked. So. I like this, the, the idea of the jackpot hammer, and I could see, like, putting that kind of enchantment on other things. Yeah. Like, you know, a spellcaster version, maybe. That's, ooh, you really have to, uh. Or uh, like something like uh, if you have like a, a necklace of fireballs or something, yeah. it has that added enchantment that if you crit on it, the it releases coins of the of that much damage. It's like a big jackpot. You would actually have to commit to throwing that thing before you throw the die to get the crit, because you can't roll the die. Oh, crit! I'm throwing that too. That kind of thing. No, because it, it's activated by the crit. 
but you have to throw it first because you can't you can't roll the crit then say you're throwing the coin yeah that's an after the fact thing you're like oh i'm doing this too okay yeah you have to you have say okay say it's okay, like there's, a, there's some work that needs to be done on that a necklace of fireballs yeah so we'll call this a, a necklace of fucking dragon balls or whatever okay you have to throw it then you roll your attack if it comes up as a crit then that triggers yes so yes so you have to you have to commit to throwing it before you can get yes. the benefits of it yeah but i just feel like that could be a fun little added effect oh yeah 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 oh 100 i'm i'm really certain to to, to, to you know work in the homebrew carrot category a little bit well like yeah you can now that I've, i'm starting to get the hang of how to do it in D beyond it yeah. really makes it easy yes yes so yeah. yeah i'm having a lot of fun with that yeah. so um since we've segued into dungeons and dragons yeah your uh your new tune that you're f- gonna be focusing on yeah Murbo Chicken Hawk, <laughs> a small-sized owlin barbarian. Nice. But he calls himself a barbarian wizard. Okay. Because the rest of his fit family, which he is the 13th of 12 children. Okay. And their parents are all arcane and, and spellcasters in... Is he the 13th son of a 13th son? Um, you know, I didn't go that deep with the backstory. Okay. I don't know what that reference is exactly, but that the, the, the 13th son of a 13th son is supposed to have mystical capabilities. Oh, so no, it's kind of the opposite of that because he's the, not only is he the runt of the litter cause he's the only one that's small, yep. but he has no intelligence. Like he's like, he's got an intelligence of like of nine. <laughs> he's not, he's not a spellcaster. But he always got picked on by yeah. most of his siblings. They picked on him by his size and because he was dumb. Yeah. But he got he had anger issues because of it. Dumb, and, dumb in in comparison to yes. So nine is not that far off. And yeah, he's standard. like nine, maybe eight. Like that's right. like yeah, he's. But compared to them, because he doesn't have any spell casting ability. Right. 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 Um. So he ran away from home. Okay. And was, uh, when he was seeking shelter in a cave, he found a small hunting tribe of dwarf barbarians. Okay. Um, they tried to kick him out. He refused to leave, tried to stand up to him. They beat the shit out of him, but he took two of, him, two of them down with him. Okay. Um, so the leader of the, the, the party took, took him in. Gotcha. Brought him in and heard the story. They took him in, trained him in their ways as a berserker barbarian. Nice. But he still claims that he's a wizard because all his family are spellcasters. So all his attacks and whatnot, he's going to be declaring casting spells. <laughs> I'm going to come up with nicknames for them. All like, right. Like all casting right. names. Nice. Um, when he goes into a rage, though, he's he's going to be something like, I cast violence. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that, that, I'm telling you, I, th- th- how I want to play this character is completely based on that T-shirt that Travis Willingham was wearing, the Muscle Wizard cast fist. Yep. Like, fuck, I, I'm all in. Muscle Wizard. Muscle Wizard. Yep. Uh, yeah, the Juggernaut. He's so big. Oh, wait. Sorry, I said that wrong. It's Juggernaut, bitch. Yep. 
No, 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 no. I know, no. I know. I apologize. Yes. I very humbly apologize. Uh, that's right. It is a very bad joke. Um, it, it, that, that, that kind of joke can get you beat up in the right cons. Right. <laughs> Certainly it can get you beat up in this basement, too. <laughs> you know, Juggernaut was always... like. When I first started reading the X-Men comics, which was in the 90s, right off that, coming right off the heels of the number, that massive number one and all that, yep. that's when I discovered the X-Men. Yeah. So not knowing a lot of the history and backstory, Juggernaut just seemed like, he didn't seem like much of a character other than he's just a big brute. How the hell are you going to stop him this time? You right. know? A monster of the week, almost. Yeah, right. They said you, they, they leaned heavily on Colossus. To try and stand up to Juggernaut to slow him down while everybody else worked around to get Juggernaut's helmet off so Charles could blast him. With yes. The, so. Yes. That's the, the, that's the, the plan that every time. Yep. And Deadpool 2. Fuck yes. <laughs> One of my but. favorite scenes uh, in a comic book. It was Juggernaut versus. It was actually I remember the name of the the, the ep, episode issue is the is called they called it the Charge of the Light Brigade. Okay. Juggernaut versus Longshot, Dazzler, Rogue, somebody else. Not I think Psylocke. Okay. So not big hitters. No. Taking on Juggernaut. Yeah, that you would think like. One hit, those are one hit KOs for him. Right. There's a thing where you have a couple panels of Rogue building up speed with speed with flying. Okay. She comes up, pow, punches Juggernaut. Like, and there's like a big explosion bubble like this, and it cuts to Rogue standing there looking at her. He goes, wow, that that was a really impressive punch like this. Next panel, there's Juggernaut standing there. Not flinched. He's got his arms arms crossed. He goes, yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> and the next panel is pow! And then it's a splash page of Rogue being launched <laughs> across the countryside. <laughs> so, Which seems about right. It seems about right. But as strong as Rogue was, Juggernaut. <laughs> yeah. So, Which is why I still remember... The, because this was the this was that big heralding moment. I still remember, that, and I know I have the comic when the Juggernaut crash lands at the X Mansion. Yeah, yeah. And all he says is onslaught. Yeah. And then you come to find out he'd been launched from like Manhattan mm-hmm. and landed at the X Mansion. Yep. And that tells you how tough Juggernaut is. Yes. To still be alive. Yeah. Now, one of the ones, uh, one of the recent sightings of Juggernaut that I've seen in a comic, it was a Thor book. Thor, um, I think it was um, the relaunch. Sorry, I just remembered it was the next comic. Yeah. I can remember the, I think it was the cover because it had the juggernaut knocked out and it like in crack stone, it said, who stopped the juggernaut? <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. That is, that, yes. That's how you catch people's attention. Uh huh. So, sorry. <laughs> um, what were they talking about? I am really sorry. No. 
Um, 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 um. It was Juggernaut. You're talking about Juggernaut taking on the Light Brigade. Yeah. And what he did to Rogue. What he did to Rogue. Dazzler, how did they beat him? Or did they? Uh, it came down to um, Dazzler. Well, <clears throat> Juggernaut thought he killed Dazzler. Okay. Buried Dazzler in the ground. Okay. So it was a very reminiscent of the bride being buried alive and killed Bill. Uh-huh. Whereas Dazzler, her power is she converts sound to light. Okay. So she's absorbing all the, like the small sounds trying, and then she sends off a flare. Okay. So she come, finally comes back. Uh, it works that she shot a laser and it knocked Juggernaut's helmet off and uh, Psylocke. Then psychic knife. Yep. Okay. So they, they long shot had a bunch of things in there where he was working on the helmet too. And then. Uh, I think it was like Dazzler had a shot and knocked it half off, and then Rogue pulled it all the, the rest of the way off, and Psylocke blasted him. Now, later on in the Juggernaut story... Oh, I remember. I remember. Okay. okay. Uh, Thor relaunch, when he there was a bunch of hammers like this, so he Thor is trying to find the original Milner. Okay. This is... Um, Part after after the fact of a bunch of uh, villains were given Milner type hammers, right? Okay. So was Thor, this when Osborne had Asgard or whatever? No, this was this is different different storyline altogether. Okay. Um. So Thor lands. I think it was in like Thailand or something like that, and he he gets a a clue that the milner might be in thailand okay and he lands and he goes okay i don't know whoever the hammer worthy is i think that's what he called him i don't know who this is and he's walking into a cave all he hears is like foom foom he goes not him i'm not ready for him yet and all of a sudden it's like pow and thor goes flying out of this cave and Juggernaut's walking out, and he goes, I just want to be left alone, and you fucking guys keep fucking bothering me. And he's holding a hammer. Fuck. I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> so, yeah, so we got Thor going toe-to-toe with Juggernaut. So. All right. Yeah. So that was that was the one. And maybe we'll get that on uh, screen someday. Fucking don't tease. They're 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 in the, the universe now. Yep. So yep, it's it, it, I'm not gonna lie. It it's stinging that I haven't gotten to see Doctor Strange two yet. But I'm I, holding to it. Yep. We'll I'll hold tight. Well, I'm on days this week. Let's we got to make it happen, dude. Yep. We got to make it happen. Yes, I agree one hundred percent. Let me. Uh, Yours, what's your recording schedule? Uh, well, just Monday for Madhouse, but I'm thinking Tuesday or Wednesday might work. Might Crystal's work. Crystal's on night, so I can clear, I'm clear then. Yep, I get done at three. We'll have to look into it right. off air, yeah. because I'm sure this is riveting. Oh, probably. everybody wants to hear people talk about <laughs> their movie plans. Speaking of everyone hearing, and just slip back to the D&D mode a bit. Yep. So... <laughs> As the our our mission ended last night, and we got returned home to under to Waterdeep, 
got paid our, our due. Mm-hmm. Um, you knew it was coming, but I, uh, I had declared to the group that uh, Phineas was going to go into semi-retirement. He was going to go focus on his church. And, yep. um, he was not going to be adventuring unless they absolutely needed him in dire emergency. Yep. Um, had no idea what Carney had been up to. No. Um, so, well, well, okay. In our defense, the, the one week he was working, so yes. he was unavailable. Yes. And then I think it was the next week his wife was sick. Yep. So that took him out of, uh, out of the rotation. Yep. So. Oh yeah. No, there's, there's nothing on like this. He has no fault in anything. If that's even the right word, I don't think that's the right word. Um, there, there is no issue on his end at all. Yeah. Okay. It is all me. So I know I've talked about it on here as how, how the game had progressed and where I was at with the character. I was going to kill his character. And yeah. we talked about it on this podcast. Didn't know you listened to the podcast. Well, see, it harkens back to a, a saying the hell's angels use. Mm-hmm. Three people can keep a secret if two of them are dead. Aha. Uh-huh. So, no. and, it, and it's not like your secret plan was no. very secret. Oh, absolutely not. So. Absolutely not. And, but, uh, so I, I, for that aspect of it, um, if you are listening, Kearney, I do very humbly apologize and I will be, you know, texting this to you, um, in the near future. Um, but, uh, I, I do humbly apologize for that. And that looks friggin' terrifying. Hammer wielding juggernaut. <sighs> And almost because of the, the his the, the outlying there, it lo- almost looks like he's like a yellow lantern as well. <laughs> oh, somebody somebody made it a low res like video game that, version. That looks like uh, almost looks like Big Hero Six Baymax. Yes, that will kill you. <laughs> yeah, instead of hug you. Uh, uh, well, you know when Baymax had the bad chip in him, he he would have killed. He was ready to kill. True. True. He was ready to fuck shit up. Yep. Um, I'm not done with, with Carney yet. No, no, no. Um, so, I'm, yes, I'm, I, do, I again, I do apologize for that aspect of things, Carney. Um, and, again, I hate having to say it, but I've had been on a specific mission with Phineas, leaning heavily in the role of play aspect, trying to flesh out a whole story that I is now become a passion project for Yes. Um, so... To that end, when I said I was going to kill his character, you know, it, that is what my character would do. Yeah. However, I did lo- I did find a way to stick within my thought patterns to alter that, to go to, to just walk away from the group. Yes. Um, still remain civil, friendly, and again, on call in an emergency situation kind of thing. Um, that was my full intention. Then when Carney came last night and he was playing a different character, I had no idea what was going on. I was un- I was unaware. Yeah, he so. kept that so tight to the chest. Yeah. Um. So as we end the session, my character returned back to his temple, which is where he lives because he doesn't sleep. Like he's not, he doesn't have a home. This temple is his home. Yep. And. Yeah, that looks painful. Damn. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> you might need a chiropractor. Maybe. Um, 
so I come back, and yes, a lot of the supplies that had been accumulated, which Carney had accumulated, particularly a lot of those frying pans, yeah, um, yeah. are gone. Fucking frying. Um, and it, uh, it was one or two other things. Yep. Um, but there is a note from Williman to Phineas. Yeah. It was you could tell he was mad, but he was understanding. But he was mad. Although he says he does not bear any ill will, okay, um, that sort of thing. But he was mad, so he took his shit back. Okay, and that I again, I had no. Phineas has no issue with that. He takes there's he has no problem with that. Yep. It is and if that's how he wants to react, that is fine. He has no problem with it because again, in this case, Phineas is not a a living being. He he's trying to keep his emotions up, right? Because his emotions got him where he is. Wanting to be solitary yeah. or relatively solitary, relatively, relatively, because he has yeah. plans and he does have a new best friend. Yes, and I've already written that out and given it to to Parker. Yeah, my friend Fud, <laughs> Fud, who um, this in no way, shape, or form is going to be performed as a way of manipulation. This is legitimately Phineas befriending Fud. And trying to give Fudd a purpose. Okay. Trying to give him something more than just sitting around and drinking and trying to give him something if he's if he's inclined to do it. Yeah. Because Fudd really was singular in his motives anyways. Yes. Like fighting and drinking. Exactly. Oh. So trying to just trying to give him a little more something more if right. he's inclined and trying to get him to become a champion protector of my church. <laughs> I have ideas for gadgets yeah. on a larger scale for FUD, yeah. like wrist uh, mini ballista. <laughs> Heavy crossbows. I think that we need something a little bit bigger. I'm not sure. Man, I could be wrong. I have to do a little bit more research, but no. I'm thinking something a little bit smaller. or I mean, a little bit bigger than a heavy crossbow. Uh, I don't know how you do that. Heavy crossbow could work, and maybe I'll just work on having like a multiple launcher thing. There is such a thing as a repeating crossbow. A repeating heavy crossbow? I don't know exactly well, the, the details be. of it, but... There could be. There could and be. Now, with, now that Phineas reached level six, yeah. he's got the second level cleric ability that makes... It makes his building a lot easier because I can just make my pieces. Yeah. I have to do it in chunks because I can only do up to a certain value. Right. So I have to do it piece by piece. So you 3D print your shit. Basically, yes. But I can do that pretty, like, do it for an hour. It takes an hour. Yeah. Long rest or short rest. Do it short rest. I got you. Um, I've already, I'm coming up with an idea for Brent because Brent wants some plate armor. Yes. Which I can make that, no problem. Yeah. It'll take 15 hours, essentially, of of casting time. Yeah. So you're looking at two days. Yeah. Okay. But... And material, or is that... Just- um, some material, but I can if he just gets me the gold equivalent, I can use that because it's metal. Gotcha. I have to have some metal in what I'm building. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so... Uh, so I'm now going to... I'm going to homebrew a, a new plate armor for him. Not enchanted... I'm calling it articulated. Articulated. Yes. Armor. Smaller interlocking plates <coughs> that allow a little bit more more mobility, removing okay. the disadvantage on stealth rolls. 
that plate armor has. Yeah, okay. And You're, maybe dropping would, the weight slightly. Yeah. To you would lean more towards actual really lamellar armor. I see. That, that's I, a thing. So. But no, but is that a thing in D&D? Is that a technology that would exist? It kind of does with scale armor. Okay. But to to effectively effectively make lamellar armor, uh-huh. you you make the plates like bigger, thicker, how they're tied together. Hmm. I I have an idea. I, okay. Yeah. See, I, I, this is this is where I, what I'm talking about. The wheels are turning because now I'm here. I am on a podcast. Home brewing. Home brewing. Yep. I'm on a home homebrewing more things. <laughs> okay, that's lamellar armor. Okay, yeah, something along those lines. So, it, is that what? Uh, uh, oh shit! What's the? There is another. Not scale mail. Plate splint banded banded. Yeah, would the, that be banded? The, the, each one of those are individual plates okay bound together so it's very flexible but it's also very would you say that because that's essentially what i'm looking to make then something along those lines would you say it would still maintain the same ac i would hazard a guess yes because it it, it's all dependent upon material yes but again i'm it just i'm conjure it right 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 um I'm not the DM, right? But I would allow it. it. It seems to fit within the 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 realm of the yes. idea of what that's you're trying another with. that's another part of it that I have to want to dig a little deeper on is what materials can I conjure because it does specifically say I can conjure anything as long as there is metal incorporated. I used this ability in the one short game when we got that ship. Yes, remember I made the new plate on the front or mount on the front yeah i so that was wood and metal that i i conjured with that yes so i don't see why you would not be able to i but that's just it what materials can i conjure as long as i include some metal can i conjure gold bars i realize how that could be dangerous yeah i do what would it be real gold bar? Or, or does gold have to be, does, does the metal have to be included in the materials? Right. That would make sense. Yeah. And I've, I I would actually, that's how I would present it to Parker. Yeah. Um, I'm sure this is intriguing to the listeners. <laughs> well, we know Carney listens, so he's interested yeah. in D&D talk. So <laughs> now that he's playing an artificer. Yeah. So um, you could... Like the hardest metal in D and D is adamantite. Yes, I don't know if you what. Yes, yeah, if you're capable of making that, that's what uh, that's what's not clear. But I have to look look a little deeper, and I'll yeah. uh, you know, you know, I can usually find a lot of good answers. Maybe not official answers, but you know, Reddit Reddit will take you into right. certain right. subreddits. Now, so where you get like a consensus. Okay, if you can make. That that material, that adamantite. The the thing that I would think it would make have have to happen is material cost goes up, 
Oh yeah. Manufacturing time goes up. Yes. So you're, you're again, I can only do things in hundred gold increments. Right. Right. So I have to be able to justify making parts in those increments. That's uh, where things you, get tricky. Yeah, you would have to def- you'd have to work that out with a DM. Yes, so. which we have discussed briefly, but the tinkering aspect is still we still haven't delved too deep into. So. Yeah, you might you might instead of like full plate, you might have to go with like bl- banded or splint mail. But, still heavy armor. Yes, some of, I mean, one of the ones. Does not have the disadvantage to stuff. Yeah, I think that's the the bandit. I think. Yeah. So you might. But that's. Have, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to. You see what I'm trying yeah. to do. So uh, you're trying to give the best protection for yes. the least drawback. Yeah. For the least amount of is there is cost. there a, is there an adjustment I can make to the armor that's not considered an enchantment? That's my goal. Yeah, you know, I'm just all I'm trying to do is eliminate that stealth disadvantage. There's um, a little less clanky. Yeah, in the Griffin hand saddlebag, there's a set of plate armor that is considered silent because it has a a, a magical moss that grows. Okay, because I heard of something you can do to plate armor that might have been in three point five. It's where you put like tiny bits of cushioning. Mm, possibly in the armor or something. I can't remember what they called it, but it was expensive to do. Yeah, or something. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think I've seen that in five E though. You're just padding. Yeah, padding it. That's all that is. And realistically, if we're familiar with ESEA and armor and stuff like that, mm-hmm. shit makes noise. Yes, so it's, it's unavoidable. Yeah, it's honestly. unavoidable. But you want to wear armor, you're going to make You're going to make noise. Now, that being said, there should be no real movement disadvantages no. to wearing. Because Which they don't have. No, they shouldn't. No. In, in, in reality, like I have seen demonstrations of museum piece quality armor of a, of a, of a knight climbing up and down a ladder with no, no issue at all. Yep. So... That tells me, like, it wouldn't make any sense. Only the medium armors affect dexterity. It's weird. But, it, again, that doesn't make any sense either. But the heavy and the heavy armors, the heaviest ones, have the strength requirement. Right. Okay. Eh, well, you're, you're just a big boy wearing heavy armor. Yep. So. But, you know, it's that that's just the mechanics of the game. Yeah. And yeah. we all, we love it. We, ex- we, we, we accept it. We don't accept it. We try to break That's, oh, that you're exception right. you're right. yes, you're every right. step of the way. Yes. So. We, do, we try to manipulate. All right. There's not a rule that cannot be bent. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's that. Um, but with the, with that letter, because I had no idea that was coming. Carney, again, I'm sorry. But thank you because God damn it, that really that really hit me. That first it made me feel like a jerk. <laughs> um but but second, I feel like now we've got we've got a little story that we could eventually play with down the road. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. we bring both those characters back, what kind of dynamic do they have? Now? Right. Oh. You know? That makes me that makes me a little bit anxious. Yeah. Like I, I, I like the prospect there. Whether we discuss it or we just play it, I don't know. 
anything is possible. Yes. Anything is possible. The, um, the limitations are there, like, and those are the only ones that we place upon ourselves. Yep. So if, if we want to bring back Phineas, mm-hmm. Willeman, it's, it's wide open. Yep. So. But for we, now, it's Murbo's time. Yeah, there you go. It's Murbo time. Yeah. I said, I was thinking, I said, making up backup tunes as well. I have, I have a ton of backup yeah. tunes. So some I've put a little bit more thought into than others, but they, they're just intriguing idea combinations. Yep. Like I think I have a Loxodon barbarian of, of wild magic. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. And. I feel like I might have a Minotaur monk in there somewhere. Minotaur monk. Minotaur monk of Kensai. Okay. He was going to go like polearm, do the whole polearm shit. Yeah. Yeah. I made. I think that's that one. I made a uh, a samurai. And it kind of worked. And it it, it was like one of those things you just kind of. Sitting around, I was watching YouTube, and all of a sudden, like, boom, this concept comes into my head. And I was like, huh, all right. I want to fill this out, play the, play with it, see what I can come up with. And where did it go? Oh, did I get rid of it? I think I might have got rid of it. Um, yeah, I think I got rid of it. But I did whip up for shits and giggles. A uh, centaur cavalier. Oh, really? Yeah. Centaur. I haven't looked at the. I haven't looked at those ones yet. Interesting. Um, okay, I can't find it, but I saw a meme today that said this is fact, and it listed four um, what you might call like pop culture icon type of situations or themes or whatever. Okay. Um, and it was like uh, Japanese samurai existed in this time frame. Yes. There were pirates in the Caribbean in this time frame. Yeah. Um, I think Native Americans, like the, the, you know, North American natives, and one other thing, and they all overlapped in the late 1800s. <laughs> so you could essentially have a party. If you have a game set in the right time frame, you could have a party that has all four of those like classic cultural nerd things. Like that would be awesome. That would be a fun. I, I don't know what system would play that the best. That would, and again, I have to, I have to find that. Meme. It's just a matter of flavoring. Yeah. Then, but you could, you can, okay. How do you do that? Okay. Samurai's fighter. Like I get, I can come up with an idea for some sort of like a one-off scenario, kind of like a murder on the Orient Express kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. or that bullet train, which I saw that trailer again recently. I haven't seen that one. Oh, that looks like fun. Yeah. So, okay. Samurai fighter, uh, pirate swashbuckler. Yeah. Uh, native ranger. Yeah. Uh, I don't oh, know. Oh, uh, cowboy. Cowboy. Well, old Wild West. Okay. Um, gunslinger. Yeah. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. All, all rather easily doable in, even in five E, and then, well, you you know they're they're missing a cleric, so now you yeah you throw in like some sort of like preacher. You have yourself a uh, 
right from Rome, right from the Vatican, a, 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 a missionary. Yeah. So there's your that takes care of your cleric yes. issue. So. I, I, you, you you go with like the cleric, uh, the cloistered cleric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those that you know he's not combat. No, no. He would rather pray than pray. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, that's the, the that's just the joy of this system. Yeah. This game. Yeah. The levels it's gone. Mm. I love that we've seen this massive resurgence. Yeah. It really because. It just we don't we're not hiding in the shadows anymore. We never were. Uh, well, it was traditionally a basement game, and now we're up in the dining table. We're out in the open. We're that. loud and proud. <laughs> never was not. No, I know. Me neither. So, Fuck no. I, I've why? You know, I've always Dude, been a proud nerd. I brought comic books with me to high school, sitting in law class, Same. reading the X Men. Same. I so. did a whole presentation on a problem with '90s era comics at the time. Nice, where I was carrying because they're starting to become oversaturated with the same. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then, as I was putting it together, my, my material, my my source material, I didn't do my homework, and I was comparing the same artist from two different companies. Ah, oh. I was fucking comparing Liefeld to Liefeld. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, right there, he got away with it. Yeah. Because X-Force, like there was a com- a cover that was directly X-Force and then repainted, essentially just pretty much carbon copy repainted <laughs> to be the blood. I think it was blood, blood sport. No. I think was their name. No. Wildcats? No, not Wildcats. Um, that was Jim Lee. And not Bloodshot. No. I, I want to say it was... Wetworks. No, not Wetworks. That was Jim Lee again, I think. Rob. I fell... Bloodstone? No, he was part of the Wildcat team. Okay. Oh, that's Bad Rock. Bad Rock. Yeah, and that was their thing. Yep. Yeah. All that early, though, that early image stuff was so derivative. Yes. And, and but just edgier. Young blood. No. No, no, not young blood. Young blood was their Avengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, young blood, not young. It was blood something. I know it was. Futurians. Uh, uh, this is crazy. New men? No. Nope. This is crazy. Liefeld, Liefeld did Youngblood. Yes, that was his first one. Yeah. This was like his second second gen kind of, of image kind of situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was, I, I know Sup- it was... Supreme? No, no. Supreme. No, Supreme, I feel like I really should have read, but I never did. Well... Um, here it is. I'm just getting a lot of young blood. X Force, Justice League, Moon Knight. This is all Rob Liefeld. Blood uh, Strike. Blood Strike. Blood Strike is the one, is the one that was their X Force. Okay. And come on. There you go. Cool. 
event. Okay. Of of uh, Rob Liefeld's most controversial comic titles. Tell me that doesn't look like X Force. Oh, it's totally X Force. Totally <laughs> X Force. Rob Liefeld's most controversial comic titles: uh, Deadpool, Evangeline. Okay. Uh, Heroes Reborn, Avengers. Terrible art. Terrible. I I know I have those. I know I wasn't a fan. I was just a stupid collector, a blind collector at that point. Yep. Heroes Reborn, Captain America. Yep. Fighting American. That was his Captain America ripoff for his image. Oh, okay. Uh, Young Blood, Cable, Teen Titans. He did Teen Titans. Blood Strike. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, New Fifty Two Deathstroke. Shatterstar, which is just a direct ripoff of uh, Longshot. Which, yeah, but I know Shatterstar existed a while back. I just don't know who came first. I think it was Longshot came first. Yeah. Okay. Supreme Onslaught Reborn. Okay, they revisited Onslaught. Yep, Shrink. It's a, a girl sitting with a snowman on a... Do you want to build a snowman? Uh, the Infinite. Not sure what that is. Nope. So, yeah, Liefeld's done some shit. Yeah. A lot of it. Yeah. But kind of yeah, derivative, I just, but. I still remember doing that, having that, that, doing, having to change my, my whole, how I was going to do my project because yeah. I was comparing the, uh, the artist to, to himself. Oops. But I pulled it off. Okay. And I but did all right. he's not the first and only guy to do that. No. Oh, no, no. Walt Disney did that. <laughs> yeah. They've revamped or recycled a lot of their art. Mm-hmm. because cells were expensive yes so, yeah oh yeah i've seen i've seen stuff about that right so um, i i said said one of the millennials that i know is like freak the fuck out <laughs> what my everything's a lie yes welcome to reality so yeah everything is a lie walt disney recycled ain't cells. dead he's frozen he's dead <laughs> <laughs> lee marvin sam peckinpah oh no that was the duke that was, yeah, John, John Wayne's, Wayne's not dead. dead. He's frozen. <laughs> John Cassavetes, <laughs> Sam Peckinpah, case of whiskey, drive down to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, say what you want about how he came about to taking that character, but you know that song does still live in infamy. I play it every often. I feel like often. I feel like. I wonder if anybody's done an updated version. No. We need. We would have heard need, it by we now. We need an updated version. We, we would have heard it by now. Mm. The original stands. It does still stand, absolutely. So, but I feel like we can update some of those references. Oh, kind of, and like, it might make us even angrier. Oh, there's no doubt. There's no doubt there. <laughs> um, I, mean, I was thinking like uh, was when Adam Sandler revamped the the Hanukkah song. Yeah, when he was adding uh, the new Jews to the list of yes. the. Uh, the who knew they were Jewish in Hollywood kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. A revi- revisit. Yep. Uh, um. Hey, what? Want to talk about wrestling? Sure. AEW. Okay. I know. I we're going to talk about wrestling. <laughs> fucking trampoline gym show. Oh, <laughs> fucking. 
I'll admit, yeah. Watch there is, fucking Cirque du Soleil. There is a lot of that, and I don't, I, you know, I do tend to tune a lot of that out. I appreciate what to do. Not my cup of tea. Because one of these days, I'm going to watch it, and somebody's going to die instantly, and it's going to scar me. Should. Um, especially probably that fucking Dante Martin. Like, the guy's going to land on his head. Yeah. He's just going to, he's straight up, he's just going to lawn dart himself, like, just thunk. Yep. Those guys have a stack of dimes for necks. Because it was him versus Ray, Ray Fenix. Yeah. Fucking vertebrae <laughs> flying through at the crowd. Like, it, it just insane. <laughs> Again, I, I, I wasn't really watching because I'm not a fan of it. No. It, I have to suspend my disbelief a little too much. Do you know how to, who had a really long career? Who? Ric Flair. <laughs> Ask him how much flying he did. Not much. Usually when he attempted to, he always got caught. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It was the slowest climb to the top rope ever. Yep. And, and the one time he did it, I remember Bobby Hina was on commentary he and he freaked out. Yep. He lost his shit. I remember more Ric Flair matches than I do Dante Martin matches. Well, yes. So. Absolutely. I wonder why. I know. So. Stop watching shit. Well, see, I get man I, the better wrestling I, out of your well, wrestling. I that's why I tune that stuff out and I put more focus on the really good shit. Yeah. My absolute favorite because I'm a big fan of strong style and that's what they just give me more BCC baby. Yep. And that fucking promo. <sighs> My god, that is bone chilling and for me, for me, I feel like just based on reputation and stories, this is William Regal at his absolute finest because this is the William Regal he's always wanted to be. Right. Right. As I said, drugs aside, everything else aside, the blinders that put on by the WWE, this, like, it, it gives him the creative control that he's always wanted. And, like, he's, to me, I'm getting like this. He's an attack dog who's been chained up biding his time yo he tried to snap his way out back in the day it didn't work so he's been waiting for for them to finally unhook that chain and now he is going rabid yes and that promo god damn great promo and uh it is we don't know when but aew has unveiled they have trios title belts. I heard that. I heard that. And I'm sorry, BCC should be the first holders of that title. Yeah. Okay. I want. I want. I want BCC holding that title. Okay. Here. Oh, you're playing it. It's said that the eyes are the window to the soul, but if you're a professional wrestler. It's the scars that actually tell the story of what your soul holds. Whether it be because of torture, because of punishment, because of conflict. The scars are the things that separate us from people who won't get into the ring and fight for a living. It's one thing to observe a tiger in a cage. It's another thing to take that step forward and to poke that tiger with a stick. But would you poke that tiger if there was no cage there? Would you even approach that tiger? 
takes far more than the average person to even contemplate that, let alone do that. To face your worst nightmare, to face your fears, to face the fact that you may never be the same again. When you step into the world of the Blackpool Combat Club, this isn't playing at being a professional wrestler anymore. This is the world of being a professional wrestler. A world where pain is a constant, where torture is just done for fun, where inflicting as much punishment on your opponents as is possible is what we do. When people are trying to impress others with their incredible skills or their holds, we are dragging somebody down on the floor and making them feel like they're dying a thousand deaths. We are taking people onto the mat and taking off their skin. We are sticking our elbows and our chins into parts of their bodies that they didn't know they could feel pain in and not only feel pain but start to scream in agony and cry and wish that they'd never taken up this profession this is what you're doing when you face anyone in the Blackpool Combat Club we will take you down we will throw you we will hit you but every time we take you down or throw you or hit you it will be harder it will be more violent. It will be more punishing than anyone else you've ever faced. That is something that we revel in. If you gave a hundred people a knife and told them to inflict punishment on the person that they hate the most in the world, 99% of those people would stab that person people in the Blackpool Combat Club wouldn't. We would cut you down the cheek because being stabbed you'll forget about in six months. I prefer to think that all of us in the Blackpool Combat Club would get more pleasure out of knowing that every morning that you wake up you're going to look in the mirror and you're going to remember us because of the scars we left on you. That's a fucking promo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a promo. Fuck yes. Take my money. God damn it. I want to see so much from them. How old is Regal? Uh, Mid-50s, I believe. Can he wrestle? Oh, yeah. Can okay. he can he go at yes. a level of, like a, of Daniel Bryan? Yeah. No. 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 But, but, but. But if you put him in there with, say, a Minoru Suzuki. You just read my mind. Yeah. Because that brings up why I brought my laptop. No. I am going to, I want to write up a card. Okay. Fantasy booking a AEW Ring of Honor uh, event, like a tournament. Mm. I'm thinking nine matches. Nine matches in a night. 
round robin style you could probably- no not not that kind of tournament like more of a, a competition where it's a ring of honor versus an aew oh, okay i got you i got you that type of thing yeah uh trim one of those matches you have better brackets yeah but then uh, how do i point it so that there is a definitive winner i don't want no nobody thinking there's a bias yeah there has to be a winning, losing, but this is all strictly on a, you know, just a like an Olympic level kind of thing where it's it's not a champion. It's it's not a title per se. Right. You know. So, okay. You have, we'll, we'll go with a standard D&D. Your number one seed has advantage. Mm-hmm. Your number eight seed has disadvantage. And then... Your your middle are just straight rolls kind of thing. That's where like I, what I'm what I'm picturing is um, it doesn't have to be champions versus champions or anything no, no, like no. that. Basically, anyone who wants to have a match on either roster, yeah. they put their name in a hat for either a singles match, a tag match, whatever, and each each side then pulls their their entries and. Okay, we're gonna have this person who wants to take on this person, like you know, and they make their matches basically making their own dream matches. Just for shits and giggles, yeah. you've got Joe on the uh, Samoa Joe on the Ring of Honor side. Yeah, yeah, and you've got let's say Danielson on the AEW side. They can decide. You know what? Let's do it. And then and then there's a coin toss who gets to choose the stipulation, if one. Well, okay. As as a booker, um, you don't let them choose who they want to wrestle. You as a booker, you book the matches that you think are going to draw the most money. Okay, so then do the coin toss for the first match. This is gonna be a singles match. Right. Coin toss. Okay, you choose. You choose. Do you want to pick first who Sim- you're, okay, who you're to, putting into the match? Right to simulate that, you you set up your your tables and do a die roll. Yeah, that simulates your the the, the randomness of that idea. Mm-hmm. So you have so you're going to have um, four AEW guys, four Ring of Honor guys. No, eight and eight. Sorry. Um, then you just randomly, randomly pick. I see. I don't like that because it can lead to two, like, a lopsided thing. But that's that's how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a blind draft. Okay. Because if you look at all like the pools in any tournament sport, they tend to be blind. Draws. Okay. So blind draws. That's kind of what they're doing with Owen Hurt, wasn't right. it? With the Owen Hurt tournament, right? That's how you get FTR versus FTR. <laughs> yeah, they would never, they would never purposely fight each other. Yeah, like outside of a of a, a random act. Did you Did you catch that? Did you Did you watch it? I, didn't, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, so I, I I did watch the the tag match with the Briscoes. I liked it. Um, uh, Jay Briscoe, he's the one without the teeth. Yes. Yeah, eh, I'm not too keen on. 
I think he's I think he's starting to show the wear and tear. Like I think he's yeah. I think he's no, I don't want to say he's lost a step, but he's definitely not what I remember seeing just a few years ago. And I've seen him do all that stuff forever. True. Yeah. They haven't changed up at all. No. That's kind of what they're they they stand on is right, that right. they're the same guys from day one. Right. So give me something a little fresh. I can see that. But it's still it was still great. I, I really realistically I cannot think of a nitpicky thing about that match like if i went back and i watched it with like a super critical eye i could find some stuff and i would think a lot of it would come from the briscoes Hmm. so like the ftr stuff incredible facial expressions incredible body language um uh dax he's the bald one yes when he got busted open, you could tell he was like he did he was not happy about the fact that he got his eyebrow busted. Yep. I don't know if that was a shoot or if he was working that but the way he reacted was like, hmm, that might have been hard way. It made you question whether it was legit or not. Yeah. Right. Yep. So I'm just like He's either really, really good, or he got busted open hard way and is really pissed about this. Yep. So, no, I I, I really enjoy that match. Um, for modern age wrestling match that it is, um, it was a good match. Uh, going back to your tournament idea, mm-hmm. randomize all of it. You get you pick your top your eight names. That's the the, the the yeah. That's the only part that I have trouble with is we don't have a full roster for Ring of Honor yet. That's still up in the air. So I have to, I'm going to try and. Okay. Okay. Here, here's I've what got you do. a few ideas on how I'm going to play that. You supplement AEW versus ROH slash New Japan. I, I might lean in that direction. I'm going to try and skirt around that just to, I don't want this to be connected with the for, the forbidden door entirely. So it's not. I know, but I'm just trying. Okay. Even if you do just do Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor is owned by Tony Khan. I know. So it's. You, to say that, oh, I'm trying to avoid the, the forbidden door thing. You can't. I'm trying to give so, them a brand extension. <laughs> okay, okay. But even if you take like... Because brand extensions are so well loved in the in the wrestling industry right now. You know. You know, it, it, it's just such an, an amazing concept. It's your fucking sandbox. I know. Fucking grab your shovels and eat fucking fistfuls <laughs> of uh, success, kid. So, okay, here we go. Not my WWE. No. So, (laughs) Samoa Joe, John Grisham. um, Lethal. Lethal. And who would be the fourth guy from Ring of Honor? Dalton Castle, if he's ready. Yeah. Yeah. And then you bring in, well, fucking bring Chaos. Yeah. (sighs) That's all you got to do. All you got to do is bring Chaos. So you got Okada, Ishii, um, fucking Goto, yeah, and Yano. <laughs> there you go. All right, who 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 gets Yano? Who gets? Who's oh, gonna I have, don't know. Who's I don't know who's who's your four for yeah. your eight. I'm just thinking eight. who 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 uh, who could have fun with Yano? Who can? 
have fun with you know, well you know some some wrestlers they don't take to the comedy side of yeah. things as well they don't work with it well all right so let's who, who let, could have fun with that i book this out no 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 this is this is my my project it's going to be in like right. a gift to you so i want to see if i can if i can get your money that's what i'm trying to do right. i want to see if i can get you to buy a ticket to my booking i would with yano uh-huh something i would put him with their danielson Oof. That would be my first first round. Okay. Just because you know, you, you you've got American Dragon trying to be American Dragon and Yano's going like, We're not gonna do that. <laughs> so we're gonna do my shit. Uh-huh. I I like it. I so like it. It guarantees But I don't want Yano to die. <laughs> you'd be fine. Yano Yano's a wrestler. Yano's legit. <laughs> I know. Danielson will still kill him, but okay. So <laughs> you only got, half kill him. Only half kill him. Yeah. So it guarantees Danielson's in the second round because really, realistically, Yano has no chance. Yeah. So, but it, it, it gives you a, an interesting match. Yeah. That a lot of people are like Yano Danielson. Yeah, even you so, know, of course, you, you know, early on we'll get a little bit of uh, Yano doing a little bit of chain wrestling just right. to say, hey, he can dance. Yano, Yano being Yano, he will do stuff like that. Yeah. Then he'll break out the shit that drives Jim Cornette and fucking <laughs> aneurysms. He'll go and so. start taking Tom oh. the turnbuckle pad off and taping up uh, their ankles so it's now a three legged raise. Yep. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. This is this is a little fun. I want to have, and I, I know I usually task you to do it. Yeah. I want to do this one and see if I can. If I, if you would want to see this show, or at least some of it. Okay, that's what I'm, my goal is. The okay. If you can pull, and if I can pull this off without using New Japan. Okay. That's uh, you know. Yeah. I'm gonna see if I if I'm confident in a no, no New Japan inclusion. Okay. I will give you if seventy five percent of the matches. Okay. Hold my interest. I All right. Consider so that six a out of eight. Yes. Six out of eight. Six All right. Out of eight. You are allowed two two stinkers. Okay. All right. You know what? I, that's why I brought this. I there didn't make my notes here, so let me get this down. Yep. All right. So I'm going for the. the da, da, eight matches. I need a 75% success rate. Yep. If and, not. I'm so gonna... you and you. So you want this to be a full-on tournament? Mm-hmm. Eight brackets. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want you to sell me this tournament from beginning to end. So you and you want all singles matches then? Yeah. Okay. Yep. All singles matches. Single elimination. Okay. Uh we'll have to maybe break this up over two nights. Sure. Okay. We can do that. Two nights so we can have the undercard give some, you know, like like they did with the G one. Block A, block B. I I don't I don't know if we need to go quite to the blocks. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm just night one, night two is going to be fine. Okay, that's fine. Um, something like that. Um, <laughs> so eight brackets. All right, all singles. Time limits. That's yeah. What do we want? Stipulations involved. Oh, well, okay. So you have eight eight matches to start with. 
go 15 minute time limits for the first ones. Okay. And then for your next round, you go half hour time limits. Okay. And then for your final match, there's a one hour time limit. Okay. How about 20 minute, 20 minute first round? Or do you, do you like, you want it tighter? Tighter. Because that, that puts pressure on you to finish the match because you have to win to go on. You said 30 minute for round two? Yep. Okay. And then 60 minute Iron Man? Iron Man for the 16 final. minute Iron Man. Yep. No, too much of a gimmick. Okay. So 60, just 60 minute time. 60 minutes, one fall to the finish. All right. All right. I've got those stats. There you go. I will put something together. Nice. Um, don't know if I'll have it for next week, but uh, yes, that's going to be. That, that's another little piece of homework for me. There you go. Something for me to do in my downtime at work. <laughs> <laughs> so, Reacher. Buttons. Reacher. Yes, I decided to finally pull that trigger. Ah, God damn, is it a good show. Isn't it? I, was, I, I think I messaged, I messaged you. I'm 20 minutes in and I'm officially hooked. Yep. yep. Yeah. Alan Richson just crushes that role. He has a presence. Well, okay. The dude is six five. He's a fucking. He's a wall. He's a wall. He's he's good looking. He's jacked. Um, to say he commands screen presence is like an understatement because he's six five. He's jacked. He looks like he does. Yes, of he, course. He has developed a way to be able to purvey a lot of thoughts and feelings with a blank stare mm-hmm. the opening scene going into the cafe or the count the cafe yeah yep. that guy what are you looking at asshole and he just stares death at him yep. didn't even stare death on him just stared through him yep and the guy realized hi oh, you could so just fun. you could just read it yep. but it, it's not just then he does it multiple times right. like it's his thing he lets people talk because he's reading them yeah but he's able to still show an emotion, like a reaction, but it's so subtle. Yeah. And his, like his inside digs with Finley, that is a relationship that starts out rocky and then just blossoms into the perfect buddy cop. I'm getting to the point where Finley has, has, I think, started to take the turn. Yeah. And, and yes. Did you, did you, I'm four episodes in the Kleiner office scene. Scene. Yes, yeah. Uh, the, his daddy's name is Horatio. Yes, yes. Swearing's a sign of a, a <laughs> weak mind and a weaker character. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's those little subtle things, the dry moments. Re- Reacher just can it can he just dissects people, and he knows how to get to them with just words yep then he pulls their tonsils out through the back of their neck so fuck it's it's some some of the best action like yes we are in a heyday of really good modern action now yes, we are 
Like we've, they've action scenes have finally caught up to digital effects and what they could pull off with really solid choreography and trick camera work and whatnot. Amazing stuff. They said we have years of trial and error when it comes to fight choreography. And a lot of people say that is bullshit. That would never work in a real fight. And we know what real fights look like. Yeah. So the fact in like in the jail cell, when those the lifers came in to get uh, Hubble, and Reacher just fucking destroys that guy, headbutt three elbows to the side of the head. It was just like that would probably work a lot, yep. especially coming from a dude that size. So yeah, it's it's so well done. I, I'm I'm loving it. That and I now I haven't read this story, but I like. The, the the original the movie with Tom Cruise yeah. I like that movie a lot I give that movie a lot of rewatch but I was also given the novel that it's based on yeah and I've read that novel and I know there's a lot more twenty five but think. I agree that Tom Cruise is not Jack yeah. Reacher ja- Alan Richson is, is Jack, Jack Reacher yeah. Jack Reacher is supposed to be a large intimidating man yeah. that was a I did see an interview with the author of the Reacher novels he goes. I loved working with Tom Cruise. I appreciate all my time working with Tom Cruise on the movie, but I have to stay true to the fans. And the fans are saying Tom Cruise is not Jack Reacher. Right. And Alan Richton is now definitely now Jack Reacher. Definitely. So the you know, what is it, Lee Christie, I think is Lee is Childs. It? Lee Childs. Lee Childs. Um he goes, yeah, we're going to be sticking with like a multi, multi uh, episode seasonal type thing now. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just like, oh, it, it, I'm it, right off the bat. I'm getting total like classic like kung fu. Yes. You know, wanderer comes into town and stirs up trouble thing. Oh, you didn't stir up or, or, or yeah, or, or solves the trouble. Yeah, you know, he's the problem solver. Yeah, he's the new sheriff in town. Um. The the wandering lawman, the wandering vigilante. Yeah. So it's such that classic vibe, even yeah. in the Incredible Hulk TV show, yeah. that kind of thing. Like even not not so much walking tall, but he was the sheriff. Yeah. But you get that frontier justice type yeah. uh, vibe off of this. Yeah, it's so awesome. Yep. So awesome. That being said, though, I still want to say the Tom Cruise Jack Reacher, the action in that, like the fight scenes, particularly the the. The one outside the bar, the first, like his first big fight scene. I did not see no? the Tom Cruise movie it, because, because when they first came out, I, I heard all the backlash mm. about this and I was like, mm. I'm, I was not, not in a rush to go out and watch this just because of every, what everybody was saying about it. I can honestly say if, if you don't know anything about it, I know you do know, but if, yeah. if you take that out and just look at it, it's, it's still solid. You can call him, change his name and you're still going to have a really awesome, fun character that he plays in a really good story. And again, the action is awesome. Jim teacher. There you go. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> That's the parody version. That's the parody. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's got a he had a really cool fighting style. Did some neat twisting elbows and stuff. Like it was it was awesome. And even when there's a big car chasing and he's driving a muscle car, yeah. but he wasn't perfect with it. Like they always are. He was fishtailing all over the road. Like he's not used to driving that car. You know, yeah. that was refreshing. Yeah. I like that when they're not 
perfect at something. Uh, mix, uh, so a little reality into yes. that, my fantasy, please. Yes. So it, it, so, it makes it work. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just, but the show, Preacher, is just awesome. I, I, yeah, I, I'll, I'll be finishing that this week for uh, sure. I, I dig Roscoe. Um, when she blew up at him because he's protecting her, she's like, I don't, you know, she just ripped into him. I'm like, yep. you go girl. Like, yep. fuck. Yes. It, 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 you knew he was going to do it. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because that's Reacher. Yeah. That's who he was. His, that's what he did. Now, of course he, he overstepped. He, he underestimated Roscoe. Um, it reminded me of, um, uh, Daisy really as uh, Ray in mm. the Star Wars one where Finn kept grabbing, stop grabbing my hand as yes. they're trying to run away. So it we 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 are getting the strong female lead that we're we're expecting. Yeah, and she's a little over the top. Yeah. Okay. Because like when when your preacher walks into the 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 police station the first time and he's got the flex cuffs on, please step over here, sir. I'm well. I'm telling you. I'm not asking you. Don't make me kick your ass. Yes. In no way, shape, or form, <laughs> and any earth does Roscoe have a fucking breath of a chance against Jack Reacher. Especially once we start seeing what he can do. Right. <laughs> right. And right off the bat, they had to use zip ties, and then when they finally t- say you can take them off, he just snaps them. Yeah. So they're just like, uh-oh. Yeah. It reminded me of the scene uh, oh, Man of Steel 2, Superman, when he, when he's Superman's handcuffed. Yeah. And it's like, psh, yeah. uh, like okay, yeah. They, they make it makes them feel better. Hancock did it too with Will Smith. Yeah, uh, they did, so did, did, did the same thing. It, it's it's a funny little trope. Yeah. Um, I do. I like. I want to see more of the. Reacher there is story. more coming. Um, but it's also sparking Richard's career because he just signed a three movie deal with Amazon. Oh yeah, because Amazon they look at that cat and they're like. This guy is. Gold. I know. I've seen him in a couple of things already, and I was already like liking him. He was. Yep. He plays Hawk on Titans. Yep. Like I said, he's he's had a career. He's had a career. Reacher, for some reason, just kicked it into overdrive for for Richton, and he's laughing all the way to the bank right now. Yep. So good for him. Keep it going, brother. Yep. You got you got fans up here. Absolutely. Um. Now there's another. Sh- oh, Moon Knight. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Moon Knight. The, yeah, we got the season finale. Yeah. Of course, no word if we're going to get more. I, I'm i to the point where it's like, if something comes out, awesome, great. Yeah. It, it's I'm I'm not going to try to anticipate if no. something is coming out or not. As I said, they're either going to give it to us or they're not. Mm-hmm. And there's no amount of me going, I want to see this. And Disney's going like, well, Mike fucking wants it. So we better fucking get on. <laughs> no, nope. next big thing though is is Kenobi. Yeah. Did you see the last trailer? I haven't watched it yet. No. <sighs> yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh, I know. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. I'm. I. I will. I. It's. They've got me pulled back into the Star Wars verse. I'm there. So I'll be checking it out. I. Well. I'm just curious. Like some of the imagery from the la- the very last trailer. You're just kind of like, oh. Okay. Yeah, I have no. Oh, I'll, I'll yeah. have to, definitely have to check it out. So there's there's an interaction between um, Luke's uncle and Ben Kenobi. Oh, 
And it, it, it like it's in the trailer and Kenobi goes up to him and was like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm here when the boy gets old enough, I'm here to train him. And Luke's uncle looked at him and goes, like he did his father. Like, oh, that's a good burn. Fucking he really he ain't wrong. Yeah. So, so, yeah, it's just like some brutal, brutal, brutal uh, interactions there. Uh-huh. But it makes sense because what did what did Obi Wan like? How much did he have a hand in the creation of Darth Vader? Mm-hmm. And what did Darth Vader do to the Star Wars universe? as a result of what Obi-Wan did. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Uncle Ben does. Makes oh, good rice. Yeah, wrong. Not Ben. Yeah. Ben. Lars. Ben Lars. Okay. What the Uncle o- Owen. Uncle Owen. Uncle Owen yeah. and, and Emperor. Emperor. It's Ben Kenobi. That's where you're. Yes, okay, I got everybody. I got my characters all fucked. Uncle Owen and Emperor. That's right. But. Yeah. Um, fuck, that really threw me. I, like, right off the rails here. You're talking about Uncle Ben yelling at, at Kenobi like he did his father. It's a deep burn. Yeah. Like, he, how did Uncle Owen know? You know, like. Right. And it, 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 like, to the, to the point of, well, Owen had to have known that was Anakin. Yeah. So, he knows where... They're they're kind of retconning uh, their history. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. Because they know that they have to. Yeah, they have to in order to continue the trend that they're on. Mandalorian set that bar. Yeah, Mandalorian already started retconning shit. The mere existence of Grogu, true. Yeah, is retconning. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. Unless something. Extremely tragic happens between now and yeah, <laughs> and well, unless something extremely tragic happens, it might, it could. They are technically have already retconned from the last three movies. Yes, technically. Yeah. Wow. Well, what are you gonna do? Do you know what you're gonna do? Game over, man. It's game over. This has been the Three Nose Podcast. Thank you for listening. We didn't even go that deep in the moon. Go home. Y'all come back now. I feel wounded. Oh, you'll be. You fine. Just no. Just goodbye. Goodbye. Welcome.